So corals are these amazing ancient organisms that are tiny polyps. That means they have a mouth surrounded by tentacles. Replicate that several times and you get a colony. And colonies are different shapes and sizes and that reflects different species. They assemble on in places that we call reefs. And the thing about them is that they have skeletons. And so they deposit these skeletons that create three-dimensionality, that create loads of places for fish to live. And so coral reefs are extraordinary, beautiful ecosystems that support many, many other fish and invertebrates, many of which we eat. They protect the land that is directly behind them. And they're, of course, incredible platforms for tourism. Amazing from these tiny little organisms, structures that you can see from space. The world's reefs are in really bad shape. Um, we've lost about 50% of them in the last three to four decades. Think about that. 50% of the world's reefs gone. And that's because they are very, very sensitive to high temperatures that exceed their ability to function. And as climate change intensifies, the number of times the temperature becomes too high for them is increasing in frequency. And we see a stress response in corals that we call coral bleaching. They turn white and a white coral will often die. And we've had three global bleaching events, one in 1998, another in 2010, and the last one in 2016. And the last one, we think, wiped out about 20% of the world's reefs in a single year. Well, we should care about coral reefs because coral reefs are pivotally important to human health. First of all, they are the nurseries for many other species. And that's where the babies of the species live. And we estimate about 25% of marine life spend some time on a coral reef. Secondly, they, because they deposit these skeletons that really create underwater cities, they serve as natural breakwaters. So they protect land from storm energy coming across the Pacific or Caribbean. Um, so without them, of course, that storm energy comes straight onto the land and it erodes away the land mass. They're a platform for tourists, tourism. I mean, you know, we all go in the water and we see these gorgeous coral reefs and we love that. Um, without coral reefs, there will be no tourist industry, no dive industry to see these beautiful tropical ecosystems. But there are these odd other things that we find there. We find some drugs that we use to treat diseases that are very important to humans. And so they are venues for new drug discoveries that will be important for the human race. And lastly, of course, they are important in balancing gases, carbon dioxide and oxygen that are so critical to our ability to survive on the planet. We breathe oxygen. Part of that oxygen comes from the coral reef. So they serve many, many different purposes. Food security, coastal security, tourism and economic security, the medical profession, and the gas balance. What can we do about it? Well, we can all get together and decide that we are going to change the way that we utilize fossil fuels. We've heard a lot about greenhouse gases, the increasing loads of CO2 in our atmosphere that dissolve in the water, that turn the water more acidic, and that collectively warm the planet and make the ocean warmer. We have to stop it. We have to 
we have to reduce the greenhouse gas emissions. So maybe turn to a vegan diet. Maybe an electric car, solar on your house. Lobby your local politician to advance those agenda at the state level. Change your light bulbs. Get on a bicycle. Maybe take less flights. Don't get on an airplane. Do more virtually than you would have ever done before. And people say potentially the most important thing you can do is don't have a child. That's quite controversial. But really, if we're thinking about solving the problem that we've caused by burning fossil fuels, going to industrialize food production, these are the types of choices that you and I can make. You know, science is like being a kid again, right? We're, we're, as children, we spend our lives going around and digging into things, trying to discover what things are. Well, really, that's what I've done my entire life. I am a scientist, a marine scientist, and I spent my entire career asking the question, why? I wonder why that works like that. My whys are predominantly focused at coral reefs, but what I love about it is I don't know the answer. I'm always working towards answering a question that maybe I have a hint about what the answer will be, and then when I actually answer the question, I get a completely different answer. So it keeps me second guessing all the time. I love it, it's a wonderful career. I advise you to get into it.